Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. This is how I learned a great deal about giving. We were sitting in our worship service, and the teens were talking about their mission trip to Brazil. They told us about the people that they were going to serve and the projects that they were going to do. And at the end, a sophomore girl came up to the mic and said that we have two weeks to raise the last $1,800 of our funds. And if they don't raise that money, a few of the young people on the stage would not be able to go. Well, that was unacceptable to us. Now, we lived on a fixed income, so we couldn't just write the check. So we looked at the stuff that we had in our home and got a vision for a garage sale in our neighborhood. We worked like crazy for a week. We advertised, we called people to see if they had stuff to donate. On Saturday night at 7 p.m., we counted the money. We were at $952. Awesome, right? But we were afraid that it wasn't enough. On Sunday morning, we found the youth pastor and told him what had happened. He started jumping up and down and hugging us. Just before we had gotten to him, a man had given him an envelope with $1,000 in it. So the need was met. It was the first time we had done something like that, but it was not, and it will not be, the last. This story was told to me at an event that I participated in about generosity. I don't even remember what they look like, but the story is for real. In 2 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul talks about generosity in this way. The point is this, he says, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each of you must give as you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, because God loves a cheerful giver. That man was joyous. He was ecstatic. He was alive in God because he had lived out the wonder of generosity. So, how do the opening story and Paul's words to the Corinthians speak to us today? Well, here are a few thoughts for folks like us on the journey to the extraordinary. Just take a look around. And what needs do you see that make you passionate in your relationships, in your neighborhood, in your church family, in your community, and in your world? Number two, ask this simple question. How can I stand against fear, hopelessness, and scarcity and say, God, I want to be a part of this solution? Number three, look. Look at the resources that you do have, not the resources you don't have but the resources you have been trusted with. Number four, consider who you can invite to join you in this adventure. Number five, take an honest assessment of the needs that you have that other people can help you with. Their resources, their gifts, their time to offer towards the solutions you're looking to fulfill. Number six, think about this. Choosing to do all that this man and his wife did is rather radical in the midst of a very me-first society. And let's ask this question. What kind of great opportunities like this are waiting for you to step into 
today. The extraordinary life is a life of radical generosity. We do not have to have a super large bank account. Generosity is a gift that changes the world and leads people to see and celebrate how generous our God is. God's great adventure for our lives leads us into radical generosity with amazing rewards, and we find divine joy, the divine joy of connecting to God's vision and mission with the resources that he has trusted us with. So, as you consider the awe and the wonder, the excitement of radical generosity today, a great place to start can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom. God bless you today as you live the extraordinary life. With God and with each other, we can.